It's time for Business Buzz as we navigate you through the treacherous world of business, finance, taxes, and insurance with today's host, Harold Littlejohn, CPA, Northern California's premier tax and financial expert. Here's Harold. Hey, thank you, Douglas. Well, welcome to the new show, everyone. It's Business Buzz, and I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. A little bit about me. We have, number one, we've got a really interesting show. we got great guests. You're going to learn a lot for your business. I've been a CPA here in Chico, helping Northern California for the last uh, 27 years in the same location. And I pride myself on not only helping everybody with taxes, but I also try to help with financial advice. Whatever they need, I try to help them. If I don't know the answer, I know who to send them to. Uh, I also teach the tax class at the local law school, Cal Northern School of Law. It's interesting, some people don't even know that that law school is here in Chico, but it's the only law school between Sacramento and Oregon, and it does a really good job educating the uh, lo- a lot of local lawyers are alumni of that school. So I'm here with this show to keep all of you business people informed, people who are thinking about starting a business, people who are already in business. We're going to talk with various business owners We're going to get you familiar with uh, anything you need to know about doing business in Northern California. I'll also interject a few things about national news and finance that you may not know already. But uh, for today, I want to introduce you to a local businessman, uh, Douglas Broughton. He's the CEO and founder of the CBNA. Tell us a little bit about that, Douglas. Well, I started uh, CBNA Two and a half years ago, with the help of my uh, my certified public accountant right here, Harold Littlejohn. Thank you, thank We've you. Known each other about 22 years. He's been my CPA for 15, and uh, I've met a lot of very important business people through Harold. And decided that uh, with all the networking that that's necessary and does go on, I didn't want to be left out of it here in Chico. So I founded Chico Business Network Association, and we meet every Tuesday in the uh, conference room in the back cozy diner over on Mangrove. So that's enough about me. I'll turn it back over to Harold. Okay. Thanks, Douglas. Well, uh, first of all, we have a little bit of business news in the local area that I wanted to touch on in this first few minutes. Is everybody aware that the local Sears store is going to close? That's kind of big news because when when the anchor store of a mall leaves, it, it can affect the entire mall and that Sears store has been here um, since I can remember. I, I've been here since the mid-70s for school. I moved back to Chico in the mid-80s. I've been here ever since. And it's kind of scary when the, one of the anchor stores of your town's mall is leaving. So uh, that was just something that uh, the Enterprise Record reported on that yesterday, but I'm not sure how much people realize that these things can have a domino effect. So hopefully something will come in to take over that anchor spot. I don't know yet, but uh, things like that do concern me and they should concern you because this entire economy is kind of strange sometimes. In my opinion, the stock market is not necessarily where you want to park 100% of your money. Too many of my clients... Uh, suffered a 40% decline in 2008, and everybody always says, oh, it's different this time. That's not going to happen this time, but it always happens, and I just, my main theory as far as financial advice, I'm not a certified financial planner. I don't recommend any particular investments, but I do, I offer myself as a very good second opinion to hundreds and hundreds of my clients. So uh, just to let you know, uh, you need to make sure you diversify your portfolio in general, and it's not something that you want to take lightly, especially if you're 50 years old or older. 
if your portfolio were to decline by 50%, do you know the rate of return you need to achieve to get your money back? You need to double your money to be back where you started. Now, anybody 50 years old, you don't want to wait long enough to double your money. So those are just some little tips for you right off the bat. Today in the studio, I have two special guests that are going to educate us about a lot of the insurance world, for especially for small businesses. And that is Janelle Shudell, an AFLAC representative, and Robert Marcialis, an independent insurance man. Janelle and Robert work together. They're both here today, and I want to introduce you to them, and we're going to talk to them about some of the things that can help you with your business and your insurance needs. Hi, Janelle. Hi, Harold. How are you? Good. Doing good. good. Robert? Thank you for having us. We're really excited to be here today. Hey, great, great that you're here. I really appreciate that. So, uh, Janelle, why don't you just give us a quick overview of your main thrust of how you help small businesses? Well, with the change in times, you know, through uh, uh, what's happened in the marketplace in regards to major medical, um, Obamacare, uh, premiums have driven up, driven up, and a lot of employers have um, opted not to maintain major medical plans, but they do see the value in bringing benefits to their um, groups, to their um, employees, and helping maintain uh, morale, productivity, um, and so we have found the trend moving forward is uh, in those scenarios, people are bringing income protection in as a defined contribution for their employees because people come to work to make money. And so why not make sure in the event somebody is not at work due to an accident or illness that they can still pay their bills. And then that employer looks like a hero to that employee because they've kept food on the table, they've paid their mortgage or the rent, um, and so then when they get back to work, they're still moving in a move forward basis towards their life instead of pedaling backwards and trying to figure out how they come up with that money, whether or not it be credit cards or doing fundraisers. Um, so that's the trend that we've seen moving forward. So when you say income protection, some people might be more familiar with the term disability insurance. Absolutely. absolutely. And does this relate somehow with, uh, they're familiar with the state disability insurance, how does this sort of relate with that? So what we found, actually, a lot of people understand uh, understand that they have some kind of coverage through the state, but they don't realize that it um, only starts covering them after seven days of missed work, up to one year's, approximately about 55% of their income. And so when you put you part, start waiting about a month before you start to get paid, how are you going to keep your bills uh, going while you're waiting for that money. And AFLAC being uh, that they have one day pay where you can uh, put an online claim um, and get your money the next day will start uh, stopping that, that stop loss. It's, it covers that gap while they're waiting to get their money from state disability. One and day? Did, one, I, did I hear you right? One day. That's it's pretty in, amazing. It, that is the one reason, one of the great many reasons why we um, represent AFLAC instead of uh, any numerous carriers that are out there because there are a lot of um, competition that's coming into the field. But it's so valuable to make sure that people are getting taken care of as soon as possible. How many of you listeners put yourself in the place of, uh, and it probably has happened to you at some point in your working life, you're out of work because of a disability, you don't have enough money to make that rent payment or the grocery bill, but the next day this company would fill in your bank account with the money you need. It's pretty incredible what's it, going on these days. It's uh, When they came out with One Day Pay, it was a, a game changer for so many people um, because unfortunately a lot of people don't look at their future and think I need to save regardless of it being $50, $100, whatever it may be for those lean times. Um, and so even waiting two, four, six weeks to get a check um, becomes a real financial burden on them. Right. Now, I personally am familiar with Aflac. I did have a dental plan at one time with them, and I've seen a lot of their commercials. I wasn't aware that they specialize in these business-oriented policies for employers to offer benefits to the employees because face it employers out there when you get a good employee 
I've got a really good one right now that I that I really value. You don't want to lose that employee to a competitor. You need to offer some benefits. So tell us, uh, I mean, give us a figure, so, a feel for how expensive is it for this type of benefit to be added on to a to an employer's uh, expenses on this type so, of thing. So the great thing is I actually had um, a group today that I sat down and talked to, and he was trying to look at major medical and what that meant for his employees and if he could afford it. And um, I said, to uh, we, we talked about the programs, and I said, if you put our disability plan and paired it with an accident plan, per employee on average you're looking at anywhere between 70 to $80 a month. And he goes, why did you even talk about all of the other things? You could have just led with that because who can't afford that? Now, that doesn't mean for him, you know, he's in the plumbing industry. But if you're looking at, you know, your person in uh, own a restaurant and now you can put a plan together, let's say it's only $25 a month. You put a, an accident plan together for your waitresses because if they break their arm, they're not going to be able to come back to work and be be making money. So our accident plan covers them until they're able to come back to work. Um, and so the employers in our organization have just really saw the value of, wow, here I can look like the hero while I'm making sure that my employee is still getting money coming into their household until they can get back to work. And that is how the employee feels. Right. Anybody, anybody, and it's an amazing feeling when you're an AFLAC representative and you hear somebody comes up to you and says, hey, I had cancer and I had to move down to L.A. for a period of time with my family to get well. And AFLAC made all the difference in the world. We didn't lose our home. We could wow. still pay our bills. Um, and when you get that kind of feedback from your clientele, it makes a huge difference. And that, that's like a, that's a true win-win situation. Absolutely. The employer comes off the hero. The employee saves their house, saves their family. They don't need to, you know, leave town to find a new job later. They keep their job now. Yeah. That's and a great thing. It's um it's one of the one of the reasons why um I started doing income protection is because I personally was hit by Lyme's disease and um ended out on disability for two years myself. And I lived the flip side of that where you lose everything, where wow. you, everything that you've built, your retirement, your home, your um you know, your emergency savings, and then you have to move in with a loved one. I lived that. And um, at the time before this had happened, I offered major medical dental vision and life insurance. And then on the flip side, we'd kind of think about income protection. And that led me to really think, what does a financial portfolio look like? How should we cover ourselves? And it should include this also as real protection. Absolutely. And actually, not also, but foremost, because everybody goes to work to make money. They don't go to work to make, to make a major medical plan. They go to work to make money so that they can afford to do all the things in their life that they want to. And you hope then in turn that you can protect that, get major medical, have uh, a 401k, have a life insurance policy, put some dental and vision in place. But we know not for every employer that they can do that. And so then uh, we as professionals need to discuss for our uh, employees and our employers how that how that benefit offering should look. Right. So. And yeah. If I might just say, of course, uh, as we mentioned pricing, um, there's also different types to do this where uh, the employer can do a defined contribution or the employee themselves can decide that they would like a little bit more coverage in a certain area that they may not have now and contribute themselves. Uh, which in the bottom line can help uh, the the bottom line at the end of the year for the employer. Right. Thanks, Robert. Now, Robert, you also work with Aflac? I do. I uh, was looking around at a lot of different type of companies that do this because I have a pretty good portfolio for all the other types of insurance that, you know, they're important. But I I feel that this is really what, um, why I do this. Uh, Tell, Tell the listeners how long you've been in the insurance world. Sure. I've been in the insurance world, uh, since I was about 19 years old and I'm about uh, 40 cents uh, So mm. about 20-something. <laughs> I come up with 28, but yeah, about 20 I, I'm, the, I'm the accountant. <laughs> and so uh, I've been very blessed uh, in this industry by being taught by the correct people. Um, insurance could be a nasty 
uh, nasty sector. But uh, what we're doing, uh, these people that come up to us on the weekend and say, you know, Robert or Janelle or, you know, because of you guys uh, that showed me something six months ago, I am now living through that and you're, you're paying out and without you guys, we wouldn't have been able to get through this. So, and that's really where my paycheck comes in right there. Uh, there's nothing better than a than a personal thank you from somebody who's been through something oh, that I've been able to help. That's them. Great. Absolutely, it's amazing. Um, for instance, um, I. Oh. We're coming up on a break. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk a little more insurance uh, before the bottom of the hour. Woo-hoo. So, stay tuned. Taz Automotive in Chico would like to remind you to salute the fighting men and women of the United States military. Let's make sure they know how much we appreciate them for putting their lives on the line for us. Our support can truly make a difference for our American heroes. This message from Taz Automotive, 1082 Muir Avenue in Chico. They're open Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. For information, call them at 343-4350. Astronaut Bob the Drop here. There's been a lot of talk about water found on Mars. Why would you go all the way to Mars for water when we have the best tasting water at Mount Shasta? It comes from our protected springs and is delivered right to your door. Great planning, Bob. Hey, where are you going with that? Those Martians are stealing my water. Guess we have some new customers. And anyone can get Mount Shasta spring water if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple. Naturally, the best Mount Shasta spring water. Sometimes insurance can be a confusing business. I can't stress enough the importance of having a single professional insurance agent to help make sense of all your personal and business insurance policies. You don't want to get caught without the right coverage. For all your insurance needs, trust Brad Jacobson, your local farmer's insurance agent. Call 891-7900 for a free consultation and a policy review. 891-7900 for Brad Jacobson, your local farmer's insurance agent. Welcome back. Business buzz is a buzz. We have uh, Janelle Shudell and Robert Marcialis. Before we go back to our discussion of business insurance expertise that they're bringing, I just wanted to mention that uh, the, uh, the Ridge Business Journal is a Paradise publication, and I just found out, I didn't know this, that the Chamber in Paradise Incorporated 76 years ago, and... Um, there's a lot of fun things happening up in the Paradise Megalia area, so I just wanted to mention that uh, when if you're if you're a business person in the valley here, uh, maybe in Chico or uh, Redding or Yuba City, uh, don't forget that Paradise and Megalia have a lot of things going on also, and I wanted to mention that. Uh, Robert, you were going to tell a story uh, that's going to really bring some things home about the importance and the benefits of proper insurance help like you offer sure yes um you know one of the the stories that really hits home is uh, a gentleman who i talked to once uh, was a police officer and uh, was on a force with great insurance but uh, one of his other fellow officers said hey give robert a listen and long story short the gentleman uh, was uh chased after a perpetrator uh, ended up in a ditch broke his leg uh, had to be excused from the police department uh, so then he became a police pilot uh, for a helicopter unit, and a black widow got him in the uh, in the helicopter. But both times he was able to make claims on this type of policies, and um, it really the letter that he gave me at the end was really kind of tears me up because it was what saved his his um, his mortgage was right. able to provide the food on his table. But I think Janelle, she's got some some pretty good um, experiences that are that are a little bit more late. I'll let her take it. So the other day, um, I was talking to one of my business owners. Um, I just dropped by to do a service call, and um, it was just kismet, perfect timing. And um, his son had been playing on the monkey bars, and a kid fell on top of him and snapped his son. His son is two and a half years old, snapped his femur. So at that age, your bones are still forming. So they had to do a half cast on his son, and... Because of the nature of it, 
um, his wife had to take off work. And they both, it's a dual income household. And that's what happens a lot of times is people, um, their money comes in together and then it's dispersed out. Uh, it's no longer, hey, one is earning the money and the other can be spent whatever way. So they needed both both uh, funds coming in. And so what transpired for them is she she had to take off six weeks of work to be with her son while he was healing. And um, our plans came in and saved the day for them and their family. And Affleck he couldn't believe the rescue. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was amazing. <laughs> and he he. Affleck. We, he put his claim in, and uh, a day later, he had his money, and he goes, I have my money already. And it, it's just such a heartwarming feeling to make sure that that is, that is taken care of for them. I have another story, um, because a lot of people don't realize that Aflac got started back in 1955 due to a father getting cancer and the catastrophic financial loss due to that situation. So that's the founding of Aflac was based on that? Yes, yes. And um, they didn't know, they didn't want to see people go through that experience. So they started Aflac. And um, I had a client, um, you'll have to, have to excuse me, I might get a little emotional, but I had a client who, um, she in her 40s contracted cancer and um, she ended up passing away due to cancer. And her, um, do- her, she had two teenage daughters that her sister took the care of, of these children. But because of Aflac's cancer plan, um, that helped get them, that family, through until the life insurance policy paid out for them. Right. Otherwise, they would have had bad mortgage credit scores and the whole bit. They would have been a horrifying right. experience but this for saved, them. But this saved them. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And it was such a, you know, because yeah. nobody ever wants to think that this is going to happen to them. I never want to think things are going to happen to my clients. Um, but they do. And when they do, it's the most heartwarming thing to be able to say, we can help you with right. that situation that you're right. going through and yeah. you're going to be taken care Our of. Our commercials kind of show the, the ducks show up in a, in right. a good mood. Yeah, it's right. fun. Cash it out. But right. really, um, there's a lot of emotion behind that duck. Oh, yeah. No, that's really cool. My business, I don't deal directly with life and death. My brother's a surgeon, so he deals with life and death. I deal mainly with money. So when I have an emotional case, it's like a client who loses a bunch of money, I carry back his bad year, and one guy, I got him back something like $150,000 from a previous year. But that's not quite the same as getting someone their life or getting their children set up you know, in a new home. Things like that. So, but but we're all talking about the same thing. That's the common interest is it's, money. It's always it, about it's the money. All, absolutely. I right. told people. I said, you know, people will tell me, you know, it's all about love, and I go, well, really, when it comes down to it, it's all about money. <laughs> There's an old movie called <laughs> For Love or Money. I saw it when I was a kid, and it was a. I'll never forget the title because it would go from like a heart to a dollar sign back and forth, and. You know, yeah. How about the love of money? I, I've got something to interject here. I memorized a verse a long time ago in the old King James Bible that Solomon wrote in Ecclesiastes chapter ten, verse nineteen, and it says, "If I can get it right, bear with me here." It says, "A feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh the heart merry, but money answereth all things." Wow, that's, that's and a, that is amazing. That's the tenth true. chapter of uh, Ecclesiastes verse 19. You can look it up, folks, in your King James Bible. Thank you for that. Wow. Thank you. Yes. You know, I knew we had to get a little faith into this thing somehow. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing. brother. I'm your man. Yeah, you old brother. <laughs> Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, the thing, I'm, uh, I'm really uh, excited to learn about Affleck because I didn't know that that was their specialty. That's yeah, and- really cool. And I'll go into groups, and Robert's experienced this as well. As you go into you go into an organization and um, and ask them, you know, can can I have fifteen minutes just to sit down with you and and talk about how we're providing solutions for our business owners? Because outside of the income protection piece, we have other solutions as well. And um, the business owner sometimes in the end will say, "Let me ask my employees if they want Aflac." All, all anybody knows is. That, that funny commercial with the duck, they don't really understand what the benefit truly is to them. Right. And so that's where we as professionals come into play in giving that education for them. Well, I know uh, as an employer, I don't have a large office. So I do, I do, I'm the only CPA at my office. I have clerical help and uh, 
but as far as the actual tax returns I do, I'm the one who signs them. I'm the one who does them. But I do know the value of offering something to an employee or they're going to look around. It's just like any other relationship. If you don't take care of your partner, they're going to look. Yeah. So, you know. Where's the other ring? Where's is the grass greener on the other side? Right. And so we want to help people not have to experience that as right. well as as things get as more competitive. As employers have to, um, you know, rehire new employees. It it it's a pretty penny to have to train a new employee and lose productivity while that right. period's yeah, going Craigslist on. might be free, but that's right. After that, it's not free. No, re- retraining. <laughs> How many is people not free? use Craigslist here? I do for hiring. I do. I have. I have. I found my. Favorite employee, I have a really good one right now from Craigslist. That's amazing. Happened to be. Of course, I had to weed through about 30 resumes I didn't like to find (laughs) one or two good ones. But that would probably happen anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. yes. So basically, uh, for the listeners, we're here to help you either start a business, continue your business, stay in business, uh, maybe figure out a way to make your business more valuable. I recently celebrated, well, I'm not even going to tell you how old I am. I recently celebrated a milestone birthday. He's only 28. Thank you. <laughs> and what, what occurred to me was when I, if I ever do get, I, I like my work. I enjoy helping people. But what occurred to me is every day I go into my office, if I'm negative at all, I say to myself, okay, what can I do today to make this business more valuable for when I step down and sell it? Because uh, income tax practices, are they get bought and sold all the time. So every day I just say, how can I make my business more valuable? Well, if you're in business and you have quality employees and you keep your quality employees by offering them good benefits like we've been talking about today, then that is uh, the way you make your business more valuable. And that's another way to build wealth. So uh, before we get wrapping up on this uh, first half hour here, I want to make sure Janelle and Robert get the listeners their contact information because I think you'll all benefit from getting to know these people. So uh, they're going to give you their contact information. Hi. Okay, it's Janelle again. And my contact information is 530-864-3975. You can also reach me at Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L underscore Shudel, S-C-H-U-D-E-L at us.aflac.com. Okay, and Robert, real quick, because we ran out of time. Hello, I'm Joyce Meyer, and I want to personally invite you to join me on this station every Monday through Friday for enjoying everyday life. You know, life's journey is challenging for all of us. And on my program, I'm going to share with you practical truths from God's Word that are going to help you live the life that God intends for you to have. Let me encourage you that Jesus came so that you can know peace and truly enjoy your everyday life. Weekdays at 1015 here on KKXX. Astronaut Bob the Drop here. There's been a lot of talk about water found on Mars. Why would you go all the way to Mars for water when we have the best tasting water at Mount Shasta? It comes from our protected springs and is delivered right to your door. Great planning, Bob. Hey, where are you going with that? Those Martians are stealing my water. Guess we have some new customers. And anyone can get Mount Shasta spring water if they call us at 1-800-922-6227. Pure and simple. Naturally, the best Mount Shasta spring water. Hey, America. We need to have a little talk. We've got a lot of food in this country. We've got so much food that we can't eat it all. So how are 17 million kids in America struggling with hunger? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids who need it. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Every day I wake up at 5 to give Dad his medicine. Every day I wake up at 5 to give Dad his medicine. At 6, I make his breakfast. Every day I wake up at 5 to give Dad his medicine. At 6, I make his breakfast. At 7, I shower. Every day I wake up at 5. For those caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community to help us better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
welcome back to Business Buzz. For our second half hour, we have a new guest in store, and it's Jim McCall. He's going to tell you a little bit about himself, but he is what you would call boots on the ground as far as the economy. He is a general contractor. He's got a lot of experience. He is a very hard worker, does a great job. And I'm going to let him introduce himself right now, and then we're going to talk to him about uh, the local business of uh, being a contractor in Northern California. Jim, thanks for coming. Oh, you're welcome. It's, it's uh, an honor being here. Well, thanks a lot. So tell us a little bit about uh, how long you've been doing this work and where you came from and how you arrived in NorCal and the whole bit. Well, I started out in the Bay Area as a uh, general contractor in May of 1987. And uh, in the beginning, it was interesting uh, work with real estate agents. I did termite work, uh, water damage, focused on repairs like that, and then gradually branched out into remodeling and ended up building homes in Truckee and later Gray Eagle. Oh, wow. Until the uh, downturn. Yeah. And then we ended up in Chico where my daughter, we'd sent our daughter to school here and we visited here, thought we'd start over down here in Chico. So since 2011, we've been here in Chico. Great. I have a good friend who uh, lives in Gray Eagle and uh, I was actually the best man at his wedding. Oh, it's a very fun community. I, I enjoyed building there from Portola all the way down to Quincy, Loyalton, all the uh, mountain communities. Wow. So tell me, one thing I'd like to bring up is, can you talk a little bit about what it was like during that downturn and how your business changed? Because I'm sort of getting people into the mindset that that could happen again. Oh, so, very, yeah. very easily could happen Do you again. you see similarities here? Oh, some, but I think the leadership overall has improved, at least on the national scale. Uh, locally, uh, California is a little bit sketchy because of the new regulations that the uh, legislature in Sacramento is bringing in, uh, increasing fuel costs massively, which will always hurt a recreational area. If you can't get there cheaply or uh, rent property or buy property. Like a Lake Almanor idea. Lake Almanor, hmm. uh, Lake Tahoe even, uh, can suffer because of increased costs. When the downturn hit in 2008, uh, Tahoe went almost to a ghost town. It was depopulating because of the cost of actually doing business. Right, there. nobody could have, with the $5 gas was around sort of that time too? Or? Oh yeah, diesel was running over $5 a gallon. It was horrendous. It's kind of a double whammy on everybody. Oh, it's terrible. If, if you're in business, you're trying to encourage people to come up there and they're, they're doing, well, that's the old uh, word, staycation. Right. That, that's <laughs> where that came from. You, you stayed home and went to the movies or went out to eat or you know, travel is expensive, and right, uh, if, right. you, if you have a, a risk in your job where you may not survive the cut, you're not going to travel. You're not going to make that extra expenditure. I'm curious these days, what do you see when someone calls you and wants to do a remodel or an addition? Do you see them using home equity lines to pay you, or are they borrowing new I mean, how's that? Do you know how they're paying you? And what would your comment be on that? Well, I see both. I see people with cash and also some who will use the HELOCs right. and some who will borrow money from relatives. And my, my feeling is uh, either way, I think it's okay most of the time, particularly people who have uh, cheap loan rates. I mean, the loan rates now, even for remodeling, which is a little bit higher rate, it's very, very low. Right. And the thing that uh, I noticed, because uh, we did a little bit of an addition about three or four years ago, when the home prices are doing well, like now, when I kind of see 200 a foot isn't, isn't out of range for the value, 150 to 200, like the selling price. In new, in new, oh, yeah. yeah uh, like like if you were going to resell your house. That if you could pay a contractor to do a new room for 110 a foot, it's like you're making money by adding on. Oh, absolutely. I always encourage people to consider their plans carefully because you want your work to add value. Right. You never want to detract from the value of right. the property by adding something that doesn't fit or is 
grotesquely. Like, like putting lipstick on a pig sometimes? Uh, yes, <laughs> and I've run into that too. I advised a young couple here just last month. They wanted to add a tower, like a, a two-story tower on the back of their little house. And I was saying, this: have we, has anybody else in the neighborhood done this? <laughs> Do we have anything to see what can happen? So we walked down to the street, and sure enough, a couple of neighbors had improved, quote-unquote, the property by adding large additions, and they didn't approve the property. So it's going to be many years before those people who actually added such large additions will recover their costs. Right. So if you're going to be in one place for a long time, oh, by all means. Do what you want. Do whatever, Spend the money because right. you will recover it. But if you're going to be out of there in, in less than five years, then no, definitely not. Right. Really restrict the amount of money spent on a remodel. Right. Or maybe an addition is a little different than a remodel. Because well, you're adding square footage. Yeah, there's a there's a semantic terms in there like refurbish, remodel. I call it refurbishing, where you're upgrading, you, you know, the cabinets in the kitchen. You're adding new toilets. You're, you're redoing tile. Things like that are more along the lines of uh, decorating and refurbishing. Uh, whereas remodeling, you're actually adding rooms. You're oh, okay, all right. I yeah, I'm not that familiar with yeah, those terms. Remodeling in addition, well, yeah. it's it's again it's semantics and everybody that's why you have to be really clear when you go on your calls right. that people understand w- what you're speaking about you know, now so. what do you what would you say if we tried to fill people in on what is the latest trends in new things for the house is it still granite countertops or is it going to cement oh it's so interesting that you uh, brought that up because now people are getting a little tired of granite it's it's been old hat because it's too cold anyway for the last 14 years and it's not sanitary and there's a lot of people who are running into sanitary issues it has to be sealed and who has time to seal their granite countertops i don't know anybody that does, does that, that seal once or every year oh or something? no those seals wear out oh if you're working around your sink and wiping down that sink multiple times a day if you're chopping and busting things up on your countertops, then you need to seal them, oh, I would say every other month. Oh, well, then if there's any germaphobes out there, they better watch out with granite countertops. Right, right. And so a lot of these newer manufactured countertops like quartz, quartz manufactured, uh, uh, stainless steel is coming back in because stainless steel is very sanitary and it can be dressed up for a countertop situation. And now the concrete has moved along to the point where it can be sealed in place. So once the uh, additives in the concretes that they're mixing now are included, then your countertop, your co- your concrete countertops are very, very sanitary. So what's it like being in the business of a general contractor? Talk a little bit about what your business side is. Who who helps you? Do you do a lot of your own bookkeeping? Yeah, How does that bookkeep- work? This is where every contractor runs into problems because we're we're hands-on tool guys we love to get out there and pound stuff and tear it apart we're not really strong on the paperwork and this is really what i've noticed that in my business yeah uh, they, well you probably do yeah and i i myself have faced this too where you can't keep track of your payroll and that's where the costs can really really catch you right, right. so i have people help me uh, right right you need service you need yeah, my wife is very good she she is actually a really good critic of uh, my paperwork and how i'm writing things up because i don't type very well Oh, good. Or so use you have computer. help in the, yeah, in the domestic front. Right. So I have someone helping me with my forms, wording, proper phraseology. How's bidding? Are you a good bidder? Yes. Bidding, I'm doing okay on. I, I've uh, Over the years, my work is so uh, different. It's not different. It's different every time I go out. I never get the same thing twice. Right. But I know over the years that decking runs typically – you know, 25 to 45 a foot if it's at ground level, if it's higher. It right, so you you know these numbers. You've been doing this a long time. Yes, yes. Right. It, but it's a real subjective cost analysis. And what? a lot of times what will happen is I will, it's proprietary. I'll ask people not to show my bid to someone else because right. they might They'll see just something. They'll say I'll save a little bit and yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, can you beat this guy's bid? Oh yeah, I can beat that. You know, and the, he, he doesn't have to come up with his own number. So what, I, what would you tell if you had to, if you could tell a young guy one thing about starting his own construction business? What would be your number one advice? Well, I would say you got to manage your costs. Somehow you've got to put a budget on yourself because a lot of times I'll get out on the job and I haven't costed it properly and I don't have the proper materials either included. But the bid's already been signed, the bids, so that's it's that. It's written yeah. and. Uh, 
as a as a business owner, if someone gives me a bid, I expect them to stick with it, particularly right. subs. We I all mean, do, yeah. You're expecting uh, maybe you got 10, 12 subs on a large job, and they can't change your numbers. It's not going to happen unless the owner comes out and says, well, we're going to move this, we're going to move that, and things happen that, that way. Well, of course, that's expected. Right. But if you don't if you don't include something, you've forgotten it, it's not my problem. Right. You have got to follow through. And that, that's right. And you got to hold yourself to the same standard. Right. Well, that's really good to know. So how long have you been actually doing construction contracting work? Well, I became licensed in 1987, and before that I'd been in the trades for oh, eight or nine years. Right, so you've got almost 40 years under yeah, your belt. Yeah, it's say. longer. I, I don't like to think of it in yeah, those terms, but, <laughs> but it's been well, a we, lifetime's work. We like to have experienced people to talk with, so that, that really helps. Well, I do have experience, that's for <laughs> sure. So do you, are there any new trends in bathroom Remodels, anything interesting going on in that world? Oh, yes. Uh, and right here in Chico, you have a famous company, Build.com, and they've come up with all these new, they're including in their in their inventory, wonderful new plumbing techniques for showers, tubs. Like uh, water savers or something? Or? Well, that's those are mandated by the state, which is a... A whole they, other thing. They're, yeah. they're ridiculous, but... But I these are never... these are for looks or for oh, practicality, looks, looks and function, and and some of the younger people uh, they just don't want a shower. They want they want the body shower. They oh. want four, five, right. six with all of their jets. bottles of soap <laughs> and everything. Oh no, they want jets. They they want body jets at shoulder high, at, at waist high, at navel high. They want them all the way down to their feet. So I've done showers <laughs> with eight or nine jets in them, plus a rain shower in the ceiling where the uh, the head is actually a plate that fits in the ceiling and it, it's about 12 by 12 and water just kind of comes at you like a waterfall. It's, re- it's very isn't, nice. Isn't that special? <laughs> uh, well, that's what people want. The bathroom is the latest. I've never heard of that. Yeah. The I'm bath- not hanging up, hanging around enough young people, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll give build.com a, 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 a plug because they've done really nice work for me. Oh, wow. Their salesmen are very helpful. I've noticed my, my son is in his early 20s, and a lot of the people he knows, his age group, they work at build.com. There's, they, they have an, a large number of employees at build.com. Yes, they do, and Build covers actually the country there. Right, I know it's nationwide, but I mean, in Chico, they how many people do you think are out there? Oh, I've I, never I, been there. I've been on their tour for their open houses. There must be 50, 60 people in there easily. Wow, yeah. So that's a, that's a great local business. Oh, it is. It's a, it's a huge business. They yeah. do wonderful volume. That's great. Well, we're coming up on another uh, little break here. We'll be right back uh, talking with Jim McCall about uh, the business of building Northern California. Be right back. Hello, I'm Gary Crossland. Everything in the Old Testament points forward to Jesus. Everything in the epistles points backward to Jesus. That's why I encourage people to read the words of Jesus every day. This is where emotional and spiritual health come from. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Well, where do you read his commandments but in the Gospels? Now, I know that it's easy to get a little confused when jumping between one Gospel and the next, which is why I wrote the Merged Gospels. It's where all four Gospels are literally translated from the Greek, broken down word by word, and merged back together into one beautiful chronological story with not one word of Scripture removed. You can't buy it in stores. It's available only online at mergedgospels.com. It's great for new believers, for personal devotions, and for group studies. There's also an audiobook. And as always, you get to name the price. Just go to mergedgospels.com. Hi, this is Rick McConnell with the Disciple Tip. The most overused phrase in our society is, I don't have time. The worst thing is, we really believe it. So how do you free up your time? Well, stop believing that you just don't have enough time. In most cases, we have just chosen to do too much. Go to God and ask Him what His priorities are for your life. He will answer, and you'll be surprised at how many things are on your plate that God never wanted there in the first place. A Disciple Tip. You are locked into live radio, KKXX, AM and FM. We're back, taking care of business in NorCal. We're talking to Jim McCall, construction man extraordinaire, and we're going to start talking about some of the water problems that he runs into with all the regulations. 
we were talking in the break. Orville Dam is the last water management thing that's happened to California? It's the key to the California Water Project, and I believe it's the last large reservoir that in was built. In the 60s, built. right? Yeah, the early 60s. Right. So for the last 50 years, California has been relying on a 50-year or older water system, and the population's probably tripled, I'm guessing. Oh, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. because when I was a kid, New York was ahead of California. New York was like 20 million. California was 16 million. And I think now California is 40-something million. Yeah, it's it's above 30 for sure. So basically, when you design a new home, for instance, you have to deal with a bunch of weird water regulations right now? Yes, the codes are, are uh, upgraded and more strenuous every year regarding water usages at the shower level. There's uh, gallons per minute. Uh, they measure GPM, gallons per minute. They measure How does that fit in with these young people's fancy rainforest showers we were well, just talking about? Uh, well, this is where build.com really makes a score because you can buy your stuff out of state. Now, if it's sold in California, you have to buy their regulated California usages. But if you buy from out of state, then you're fine. You can buy whatever you want. We have another example of California's regulations hurting California businesses. Oh, no question. I mean, this stuff all used to be inventoried, and some of it was manufactured, particularly down in Fontana in Southern California. There were plumbing works manufacturers down there, and they would uh, ship from California. But now you, if you want uh, stuff that exceeds the gallons per minute, flow regulations for toilets or, or uh, showers or for even sinks, for that matter, you have to go out of state. Wow, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, because uh, that's one of the things that people, a lot of people realize that a state like California, everybody wants to live here. If they would make it business friendly, everybody would be here starting a business. Right, and California in so many uh, ways led the uh, nation in terms of business development. I mean, look at in Silicon the Valley. Days. Yeah, right. Silicon Valley. We, we had World War II. We had the aircraft industry. Uh, Walt Disney started out here. I mean, we've had entertainment since the 20s. Right. And it's just a groundbreaker. And the weather, everybody's traveled. We've all been places. Wow, could I live here? Could I actually make this work? I love Montana, but I could never live there. Right. No, the winters are too much for me. Oh, winters, the mosquitoes are the size of small birds. I mean, it's a really tough environment to to live in full time. Nothing against Montanans. Right. I just don't want to live there. I want to live in California where it's like this more than it's not. Right. You know, sunny and warm. You know, speaking about work and regulations and reasons not to work, I just read an article. The state of Alabama, I don't think the whole state, but quite a few of the counties, came out with a new thing where if you want your food stamps, you have to start work-related things. Yeah, get a job. 85% yeah. of the recipients dropped out of the program. Yeah, they just need a they little incentive. They would rather incentive. not work. And I'm not blanket, blanket policy saying <laughs> that about all food stamp recipients, but the point is is that these days, this whole society since the 60s has become sort of a welfare state, nanny state thing where the government takes care of everybody. I heard a figure where something like 45% of all households are relying on some sort of federal funding. Well, yeah, it's um, it's gradually become more and more acceptable. People in the old days when I grew up, nobody... I mean, you didn't admit that you were on. No, it was an insult if somebody oh, had food stamps. If something in the house. was wrong with you if yeah. you had to do that. Right. But gradually, over time, when so many people are doing it, it becomes right. it loses its uh, right and the stigma. Re- right. And the sad part is, is that with our country as wealthy as it should be, we don't have the worth work ethic like we had fifty or sixty years ago. Yeah. As a population. Yeah. But I do. Yeah, (laughs) I think I better go to work. (laughs) I know, slaving away. Yeah, but you know, everybody falls into what they do. But um, so, Jim, how would people get a hold of your company if they needed help with a remodel idea or you know a new house or whatever? Well, uh, Google me. I'm J A M General Construction right here in Chico, and I have a website, and it'll come up, and you can email me or or text me, and I'll respond, and we can talk about your ideas. That's great. So you're you're just one of those people. If they tell you a vague idea, 
you can help them put that together, right? Absolutely. I can I can pull it I can pull it together. If I don't have the expertise myself, I can find someone who does. Yeah. I like that fact because too many people think they know everything. And one of the things you need to know is who to call when you don't know. Yes. Well that's that's, that's right. what a general does. He can pull the architect, designer, suppliers all the different trades. Right. That's that's what we do. We right. we make it all happen. Right. Well, I really appreciate you coming here today. That was really informative. Oh, thanks, Harold. I yeah. appreciate being here. That was great. Well, uh, you know, I've just got a few minutes here, and since this is the first uh, episode of the Business Buzz, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things that I want you to know. There are so many things happening in this world of finance that your the money that you have in the bank right now is anybody aware out there, uh, any listeners aware that something huge happened about two days ago in Spain to the sixth largest bank in Spain? I didn't think so. And you know why I know you didn't know that? Because CNN, CBS, and CNBC won't talk about it. The Banco Popular, which is the sixth largest bank in Spain was just recently bought by the, I believe the largest bank in Spain, uh, or one of the largest called Santander for one euro. So, and what happened over there, it's called a bail in. If, if the bank had become the recipient of like, euros being printed by the European Union to give to the bank, that would be called a bailout. They would have been saved by extra money coming in. A bail-in is where the bondholders of the bank, investors who had bonds with the bank, just lost their entire investment, and so did the stockholders. That's called a bail-in. These bail-in rules were written by the European Union a few years back, and it's like when they wrote them, it's like, okay, why would those be written? That's ridiculous. Well, the bail-ins have started, and everybody says, well, it couldn't happen here, blah, blah, blah. We have the FDIC. I want to give you a little bit of information about the FDIC real quick. They have about $50 billion in their reserves. The amount of FDIC accounts that are covered by FDIC in our country is something around nine or $10 trillion. If there was any major banking problem, you will get something like one out of 5,000 of your dollars back. So all I'm saying is everybody that's listening needs to start having a plan to try to make sure that their income and their wealth that they've saved all their working life gets protected and there's ways to do that this show one of the missions of this show is to help you make sure that your money is not going to just disappear in a poof when a bail-in happens here and like i say uh it's amazing that our uh i won't say the word fake news it's amazing that our news world out there doesn't bring this to you to let you know but i'm here to bring it to you so you don't have anything to worry about uh, the other thing is, is that there's going to be an interesting business buzz show uh, five days a week. I'll be here Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'll try to bring you as many uh, more interesting guests as I can. The, the main thing here is that uh, you, the listener, need to be a little better informed than you will be by just uh, watching the, the mainstream news and, you know, not really hearing about all these other things. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about is I have been helping people with their income tax problems and just preparing their taxes for uh, about 37 years now, ever since I graduated from Chico State with my accounting degree. And one of the things I've noticed that's a little bit scary, and I don't want you to jump into it, is if you are a person that owes a bunch of back taxes... There's a lot of ads right now that I hear on the television and radio that encourage you to call an 800 number to get set up for them to help you. Well, I just want to let you know that 
offices like my small CPA office on Mangrove Avenue, I do that also, but I don't charge those kind of money. I give personalized service. Uh, I have uh, quite a few clients who we have actually done. When when they advertise that for people who owe 10000 or more in tax, it's called an offer in compromise, and that's what they're going to work out for you. The problem is you might send them money before you're told by them that you're not really a candidate for an offer. The problem is you just sent them $2,500 like a retainer. They're going to bill that out to the work they've supposedly already done. Uh, You might not get your money back. And I'm not accusing any of these companies in particular, but I've seen this happen over and over to some clients. Uh, They send money in without talking to me first and the work that actually got done was 20 minutes worth of a few forms filled out and they took $2,500 and then you find out, oh, you're not really a candidate for an offer. So I just wanted to let you know, anybody out there that has large uh, income tax balances, you may be a candidate for an offer, but make sure you find out through someone like myself whether you are a candidate for an offer before you pay someone a bunch of money to find out whether you're a candidate, because I can pretty much tell you within uh, one short uh, initial consultation whether you're going to be a candidate that the IRS might accept an offer from. Uh, It's not rocket science, but it is one of those big mysteries. Uh, They've got it to where they make you afraid to call the IRS yourself. I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to do that myself if I wasn't a tax professional, but I just want to let you know that I offer those type of services. I also offer a free initial consultation. So any new client doesn't have to worry about how much they have to pay me to talk with me for the first time. And I've had, I just had a client recently that owed, I don't know, I think he owed 20 to 25,000. I didn't even care what he owed, to be honest, because I knew he was a great offer candidate. Uh, If anybody wants to guess how much we got his 20,000 down to, he ended up, well, I ended up sending the check because uh, he couldn't get the check to me at the right time. $48. We sent a money order to the IRS for $48, and this man's $20,000 bills from uh, IRS back taxes uh, were are gone. So that's the type of thing that a uh, quality CPA firm can do for you. I just don't want any of you to end up uh, calling in those places on the television, the 800 number, not that they're all bad, but I don't want to see you lose any money before you at least find out whether you're a good candidate. So uh, that was the one tax topic I wanted to talk about today. Um, the other thing is I want you to stay tuned next week because I have a, a bit of a plan for you, and I call it money insurance. You insure your life. We talked with the uh, AFLAC experts about insuring your income, you insure your home from a fire, you insure your car from an accident, you insure your health with a health plan, why not insure your money? And I'm going to touch on that next week and teach you ways that you can actually insure what you have so that it doesn't just disappear into thin air. And the, the other thing is people say, well, there really isn't a lot of inflation. I'm here to tell you there is inflation, and the reason I'm telling you that is that people with fixed incomes are earning zero interest in the bank now. Where are they going to come up with their money to buy groceries? Well, once their monthly income's done, they're digging into their savings. That's hyperinflation because they're gonna, their savings is going to go away, and they're going to be left without savings at some point. So that's my spiel there. Nice to see you. We will see you Tuesday.
KKXX, Paradise, K280GL, Chico, and K283AR, Chico, Yuba City, Marysville. Hi, this is James McDonald, Bible teacher on Walk in the Word. You know, every day we receive emails and letters from listeners just like you, men and women who have been impacted by Christian radio. I got to ask you, have you taken the time to call your radio station lately? Whatever you're doing right now, just stop and pick up the phone. Your station needs to hear from you and know that you're standing with them. I can guarantee that your words of encouragement and financial support will strengthen this station long after your call's been made. The people who care at Greg Chandel Construction in Chico take this special time out to recognize and salute the men and women in uniform that stand tall for our political and...